Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Alandari, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Hope Hickerson, and I'm a health education specialist and reporter. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician... That's me, and a health education expert... That's me. Talk about what you need to know to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. For more information about Noise Filter, your public health podcast, and to watch and share our incredible informative animations, please visit us at noisefiltershow.com. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. So let's get started. All right, everybody, welcome to Noise Filter. Of course, I'm Hope, and I just want to welcome our producer, Graham Patterson, to the show today. Dr. Derry is traveling, so Graham is stepping in for him. Graham is wonderful, and he's been on the podcast before, so this is a no-brainer. So, Graham, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Hope. You're wonderful, too. New study looks at kidney disease and HIV. A new cohort study in HIV medicine has found that people living with HIV are more likely to have advanced chronic kidney disease, or CKD. The study recommends a multidisciplinary approach to treat these patients. So there are a few HIV treatment regimens that can cause kidney diseases. Also, some people in advanced, untreated stages of HIV get infections directly in their kidneys, which eventually damages them. This process is called nephropathy, and it's the third most common cause of kidney failure among Black people globally. Overall, kidney damage is three times more likely for people with HIV. In the new study, the researchers examined a few different approaches to treating these patients. The subjects of the study met with a kidney specialist with HIV experience who would determine if they needed kidney transplants or dialysis. In spite of this, kidney condition improved in less than a quarter of those involved. Wow. The researchers say that because monitoring and managing the kidney damage itself isn't very effective, medication management is paramount in treating people living with HIV who have kidney damage as well. Dosing for HIV regimens can be complicated, and the presence of kidney disease complicates it even further. They said it's important to fund a larger study to learn best practices for these patients. It's nice to hear that there's more research being done on this to help, but I also am a little taken aback that we don't already have better drugs and better regimens for the situation. Mm-hmm. Given that, you know, people living with HIV are already facing a lot of health challenges, which, mm-hmm. you know, thank God the drugs do tend to be well tolerated and incredibly helpful these days compared to, you know, the drugs of the past. However, we definitely want to be making sure that their total health is being taken care of and that they aren't facing challenges to their kidneys, which has its own giant problems. Engineered mosquitoes reducing the population size. 
If you think about what the deadliest animal in the world is, your mind may wander to ferocious mammals or a great white shark. In reality, mosquitoes are the deadliest animals on the planet. No way. (laughs) (laughs) Mosquitoes are vectors of transmissions for viruses like malaria, dengue, West Nile, Zika, and others. Researchers are constantly looking for ways to curb the transmission of these viruses and how to protect people from getting infected. There are tools like nets used at night to protect people from mosquitoes while they sleep. But scientists are still in search of more effective ways to reduce the transmission of viruses via mosquitoes. Recently, an experiment involving genetically altered mosquitoes was carried out in the Florida Keys. The experiment involved releasing genetically engineered mosquitoes to reproduce with the native population of mosquitoes. We presented on this story, I think maybe last year. So I'm happy that um, it's still in the news and more people are talking about it now again. Over seven months, the biotech company Oxitec released 5 million genetically altered mosquitoes. Following the releases, the company surveyed the overall population of mosquitoes in the area around the release sites. The altered mosquitoes carry a gene that is lethal to their female offspring. Once a mosquito mates with its offspring, if the gene is passed down, the female offspring will die. Or if the offspring is male, then it may pass down a lethal gene to its female offspring. Once this gene is introduced into the population, it should heavily reduce the number of available female mosquitoes to reproduce with. This is very important because only female mosquitoes bite humans and transmit viruses. The researchers found that the genes remain in the population for two to three generations and then disappeared. The gene was within the natural population for up to 400 square meters of the release site. Oxitech plans to expand these studies and carry them out in other areas as well. This research will ideally show the impact the altered gene has on local mosquito populations. So currently, this research is not aimed at examining reductions in virus transmission via mosquito vectors. The common viruses transmitted by mosquitoes are not nearly common enough in the U.S. to examine the impact on transmission. Even so, in areas where these viruses are more common, a reduced amount of these mosquitoes that carry the viruses may not necessarily lead to a reduced transmission in the overall population. This tool is extremely innovative and offers a creative solution to a serious problem. Over time, trials will continue to expand and researchers will gain a strong understanding of the impact this can have on a population. To understand the efficacy of this tool in reducing viral transmission, trials will need to be conducted in areas where the viruses are more common. Hopefully, trials will continue to grow and more evidence will prevail that this tool can reduce transmission rates among a population. So Hope, I'm a little conflicted about this. I mean, it's fantastic, right? We're hearing that that we have the potential, of course, to really help save a lot of lives, right? Which, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. my only caution is just, Mm -hmm. you know, like we're genetically altering a living organism, releasing it in Mm -hmm. the wild. And I would hope that they're also not just looking at kind of like how these are affecting the population, but also birds eat the, you know, mosquitoes, Mm -hmm. amphibians Mm -hmm. eat mosquitoes. Mm -hmm. They're part of the food chain. Mm -hmm. So of course, I just, I just hope that we're, we're not 
playing God yeah. too much. Uh, but yeah. of course, you know, as long as this is being done in thoughtful ways and really helping save lives, you know, I'm all for it. It makes you think of like, what's the butterfly effect of this right, going to be? Right, right, you know? right. It's like, because the people who are profoundly affected by these viruses that the mosquitoes carry, it's crazy and so sad the number of people that are affected and killed by these viruses. And so it's like, okay, anything that we could do to help is great, but hopefully we're not making a bigger problem, right? right? And so it's like, there needs to be more and more and more and more research to make sure that nothing will be sent out in the wild that will come back to, (laughs) pun intended, bite us. Good one. Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast. Follow us on social media and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show. You can find me, Hope Hickerson, at hopehickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at the Dr. Derry. That's D-R-D-E-R-Y. To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noisefiltershow.com. We are grateful to our sponsors, including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep, and seeing your healthcare providers regularly. And protect yourself and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine and booster, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. Remember, health is a human right.